For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Yeah, sure, old-time hockey. Like it is sure. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Boston Bruins fans. I'm Kurt Schmid, and you're listening to Believe in Boston Bruins on the Believe Podcast Network. We believe in Boston Bruins. Do you believe? On this week's show, Jake DeBrusque signs a new deal and a former Bruin retires. If you enjoy this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. We're available on all your favorite directories. iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. And you can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Well, another Bruin has re-signed. So that's, that's... At least something's happening in this offseason. Jake DeBrusque uh, signed a two-year contract with an annual cap hit of $3.675 million. So that's a good deal. I mean, it's almost $4 million a year for a second-line winger. And that isn't a bad signing. DeBrusque had 29 goals two years ago. I mean, you know, he had 20... You know, he's capable... He has shown that he is capable of getting that 29, you know, 30, maybe 35, maybe even 40 goal score. You know, so he's still a young kid and his best years are ahead of him. So, you know, I actually see him getting, you know, notching 30, 35 goals, you know, f- for the next few, for the at least the next two years. I, well, you really can't say in the next two years because... We don't know about next season. And, you know, it's going to be, no matter what, it's going to be a shortened season. So I don't think that this kid's going to get, you know, 30 goal. I don't think he's going to hit 30 goals, you know, for the, for next season. You know, I don't even see Pasternak really hitting. Well, he's a good, I don't even, I don't even think Pasternak's going to be able, be able to hit 30 goals next season either. That's if there is a season. But I like this deal. I really like it. You know, DeBrusque is going to be playing with a really good center in David Krejci. So, you know, that that's, that works in his favor. Having David Krejci as your center really works out. I mean, look at look at Pasternak and Marshawn. They both have, they, they're on the wings with, with, you know, one of the best centers in the league, Patrice Bergeron. So, and look what Pasternak did last season. He almost scored 50 goals. So, you know, you have Jake DeBrusque with David Krejci, who's another top center in the league, and he could put up, he could put up a 30, you know, he could put up 30 goals, you know, or 35 or 40 goals. The only question is that, you know, they need somebody on that right on that right side. On the other side of Krejci. And you have to think about it. You know, who are they going to, you know, 
who first of all, who are they going to get? And right now it's 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 Kasha, and you know Kasha worked out well last year. Kasha worked out well in the bubble. They played this, this. There was some team chemistry there, so I would expect the three of them to stay together at least for you know a, a little part of the season. Well, you really can't say a little part of the season because next season is going to be shortened. So if you're going to play a shortened season, you might as well just keep the three of them together. But you know, I think that DeBru- I think this is a good signing by the Bruins. John- Don Sweeney did a great job. I mean, it's a two-year deal. Yeah, sure, it's almost four million. You're giving the kid four mil, but still, you know. And you have to think, you know, is Chara still on the radar? Is he next? Is he the next Bruins to sign? I mean, he's in Boston right now. He was, you know, he was out delivering um, delivering pies for Mike's Pastry, like he does every year. So, you know, he's still in the Boston area. So this could be. You know, he, you know, this, he could be signing with the bees. I mean, he does have a lot of other, you know, looking at his options out there, but, you know, he's, this says something that, you know, here it is Thanksgiving and he's, and he and his family are still in Boston. So it's not like he went back to the, you know, Slovakia or he's like, or he went somewhere else. He stayed in Boston. So my, my guess is he's going to resign with the bees. Um, not really sure on how many years, you know, do the Bruins sign him t- at the league minimum of uh, 700000 Maybe does he get a one-year deal? Does he get a two-year deal? You know, who knows? But, you know, he's bet- he's still in Boston, so that that's probably trending to where he's still going to be here. You know, is he going to get the ice time he normally or used to get? No. I look for maybe McAvoy. And maybe Grizzly to pick up the, pick up the pieces there, you know. You also have you know you could add Char into the mix. There you have Lazan, you know. You have more. You have a whole bunch of guys, you know that can that can fill the spot that was vacant by Tory Crew. So, but I think that the Bruins, you know, there's a good chance of Chara still still being with the Bees. You know, he's still in Boston. You know. You know he's still hanging around Boston, so I think he's um, I think he's um, I think he's gonna sign with the bees. Now the other issue here is like there's a whole bunch of free agents out there, and the thing is, with all these free agents that are still out there, I mean Hoffman's still out there. There's quite a few guys that are still out there, that are probably waiting around, till we get an idea of what the season's you know, what's going to happen, you know, this season. I mean, we don't know. We have no clue if there's going to be a season or not. I mean, everything points to, you know, starting in January. But the thing is, the NHL and NHLPA still haven't talked. Okay? They haven't talked. All right? The NHLPA and, um, you know, Commissioner Gary Bettman... You know, they haven't talked and spoken in two weeks, three weeks now. Uh, I mean, there's still time to, you know, really get a seat, get in the season. But I think that they really, really need to get things going within the next couple of weeks. I would say even by the end of this coming week, they got to start talking. I mean, you have to talk about the schedule. You know, is it going to start January 1st or mid-January? 
Now, if it was going to start in January, that would mean that training camps would have would have had to have start next week. So I don't see that happening. So maybe a mid January, uh, mid January uh, season start. You know, they're going to have to talk about protocols on testing and social distancing. There's a lot of things that they have to talk about. They, I, I, I believe one of the things that they're talking about too is, you know, as far as like salary, something has to, whatever, whatever it is, it has to do with money. So that's what it's all going to come down to is money here. That's what the money, it's all going to come down to money. Okay. But speaking, you know, going back and talking about, you know, other other free agents and stuff like that. I mean, Mike Hoffman is still out there. Okay, he's still out there. You know, and the Bruins need a winger for Krejci. But like I said, you know, Ka- you know, Kasha's right now. Kasha could be the guy with Krejci. So, you know, Mike Hoffman would be would be a good fit for him because. You know, if you think about it, Krejci hasn't had a decent goal scorer to play with since Luch was traded to the Kings. So I think Hoffman, you know, would be a good a good addition for Krejci. But that only leaves about three point five million or so to spend, and that's not going to be enough to uh, sign Hoffman. So the Bees would probably have to move a few contracts to create space. For Hoffman or or any other free agent that's still out there waiting to see what happens with the season, you know maybe they buy out Richie and more, you know that would probably save them about you know two million to three million in cap space. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen within the next couple of weeks when you have these you know free agents sitting out there that are probably waiting to see what's happening with the season. Because it's kind of it's kind of funny that, you know, you sit there and you're wondering, you know, is, you know, these guys are sitting out there waiting to see what happens, and then they're going to go and sign, which is a smart move on their part. It's really smart to sit there and say, okay, there's going to be, a, let's just say, a 60-game season, you know, where do I want to play 60? You know, I'll sign a one year. And I can probably tell you that a lot of these late guys are going to sign one year deals. They're not going to go out and sign, you know, you know, two, three, four, five year deals. They're probably going to sit out there, wait for something, wait for the announcement to come that there's going to be a season. And then they're going to go sign with a team for one year, which is kind of smart, you know. You play 60 games for one team and then you move on and then, you know, maybe up your value a little bit more. So it's a pretty smart move on all their parts. You know, I'm still thinking Chara, you know, he decided to stay in Boston for the holiday, you know. So my guess is he's he's going to be with the Bruins. So, you know, hopefully he'll, hopefully we'll, we'll get some news on the start of a season. He'll sign. Maybe some of these other free agents will sign some places. So... It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks to see what happens with the um, as far as the Bruins go in you know signing any more players you know any more free agents getting Chara signed again so it's going to be quite interesting. Now speaking of Bruins defensemen, um, 
former Bruin defenseman Johnny Boychuk um, has retired uh, due to an eye injury he suffered during the 2019-20 um, season, regular season. So, you know, it's a shame to see somebody like Don, Johnny Boychuk, who's a pretty good, pretty decent defenseman, um, have to call it quits due to an eye injury. I mean, it's always sad when you got players that, like, still have a few years left and have to retire due to injuries. I mean, Bobby Orr had to retire because of his knees. Uh, Cam Neely probably had, when he retired, he probably had a few good, a couple good seasons left in him. So, you know, it's it's really sad when somebody need when somebody has to leave the game due to injuries. You know, if if Boychuk was maybe you know like into his late thirties, you know, early forties, and decided to retire, yeah, you understand that. But it's really it's really sad when a guy has to retire due to his um, due to an injury. Now he played six seasons for the Bees, won a Stanley Cup with the Bees. And spent the last six years playing for the Islanders, which I didn't, I couldn't believe it's been six years already since he was traded to the to the Islanders. He finished his career with seven hundred twenty-five career games, with forty-five uh, with fifty-four career goals and one hundred fifty-two career assists. Now a lot of people don't know this, but Johnny Boychuk did play a little did play a little bit in Providence, um, and he played also played for four other AHL franchises. So, and he won the Eddie Shore Trophy as the league's best defenseman be, before the season before he was permanently with the Bees. So, you know, it's always sad to see somebody like that go, but, you know, what are you going to, especially with an eye injury, you don't want to play, you know, you don't want to screw around with an eye injury because one more puck to the, one more puck to the eye and you're, you're basically blind. Kind of like what Brian Burrard was. You know, former Bruins defenseman. He, I believe, he had an eye injury, and you know, he he play, he tried to play through it. He probably, I think, he only had like, you know, what a little bit of sight left in one eye or something. I don't remember, but I remember him having an eye injury and playing. I believe he got it playing with with the Islanders. And then he came to the Bruins, and he played with played with the eye injury, or I I just can't remember. It's it's so long ago. It is so long ago. But you know, it's it's you know where I would I I wish he was still on the ice because he was he was a really great player, somebody fun to watch, and that Johnny Rocket coming from the blue line, real nice. Finally, Ken from Springfield contacted me last week. Yep, good old Ken from Springfield. Always has something to say here. Uh, he contacted me last week and had some thoughts on the Bees retro jerseys. You know, and like I said, I kind of like the jersey. You know, I kind of like the retro jerseys. So uh, Ken says he likes the Bru the Bruins are getting away from the wearing the regular plain old black and gold jerseys. Uh, the gold jerseys page tribute to the uh, jerseys they wore in the 50s and the 60s. And I'm like, yeah, you're kind of right right there. You know, it's, you know, guys like Willie O'Ree and Johnny Busick and Bobby Orr wore those jerseys. You know, there's a there's a list of players that have worn the just the plain gold jerseys. You know, a lot of people, you know, don't realize everybody thinks it was always black 
and black and white. Black and white. No, they they actually wore gold jerseys in the 50s and early 60s. So, you know, like I said, guys like O'Ree and, you know, early in his career, it was Bobby Orr and, you know, a bunch of other players. So, you know, I think it's, I think it's um, Johnny Busick. So I think it's kind of cool that they're going back to these, you know, they're, it's cool that they're going back to these. He also said using the uh, 80s logo was the right touch. And, you know, you got to you got to realize it's like the 80s early 90s I mean I think maybe you can go back into like maybe like the late 70s when they brought out those different logo look but I kind of like it I know Ken does so it's it's really good to hear from Ken because he's always got the he's always got some type of something to say here so thanks a lot for your input Ken um, he did talk about a little bit since Ken is from Springfield he did talk about the Whalers retros and how he um, doesn't like them. He thought that they, if they're going to do something, he agrees with me. If they're going to do something with the low with the Whalers logo, at least use the colors of the of the Hurricanes, or or use the Hurricanes logo with the Whaler colors. You know, I mean, they could have they could have gone back. I mean, if the NHL really wanted to. They could have gone back to the to the days of the old. Um, they could have gone back to the days of the old um, New England Whalers, which was was the the W with the harpoon going through it. So they could have gone that far back too, but they they decided to stay NHL and they decided to just stick with the Whaler logo. You know, I would have. You know, another another thing is about that jersey is like it's a great jersey. You know, they could have they could have gone with the navy, you know, I'm glad they didn't go with all green cuz that would have been that would have been horrendous. Like they've like they did in the past, like the last couple of seasons. They did the Whalers nights with these jerseys and but they could have gone with you know, the navy blue ones with the with the silver or the yeah, with the silver or gray striping. So, who knows? You know that's done with. You know I've I've thought about other ones over the over the past week. You know, like the New Jersey Devils, they went to a green jersey because that's what their colors were. Their colors were in black and red, black, red, and white. They were green, red, and white. They could have gone back a little bit further if they really wanted to. I mean, think about it. The the Colorado is using the Nordiques throwbacks. Carolina is using the Whaler throwbacks. You know, the Devils could have easily gone to the throwbacks of the Colorado Rockies, or even or even the Kansas City Scouts, because those were the jerseys, those were the places where New Jersey came from. New Jersey didn't come from, you know, New Jersey just didn't pop up as a franchise. They were an existing franchise in Colorado, and before that, it was Kansas City. So, it'll be interesting. To see, you know, see what other fans are think once they roll these things out. So, well, that's going to do it for me this week. I'm uh, cutting a little short because there's really nothing to go on, you know, to talk about. You know, if there was other news out there, you know, that, hey, you know, the NHL and NHLPA are starting to talk and everything else. 
then we can then we'd have a little bit more time to discuss you know there would be a lot more to discuss right now but like i said jake debrusque has resigned it's a good move for the bees you know it's a two-year deal this coming this coming season is going to be a shortened season so you really can't you really can't judge you know judge the contract right now because it's going to be a shortened season if there is one so you know it's going to be it's going to be funny to see what happens when you know when all this when all this you know starts up because i would expect the nhl and nhlpa to start at at some point you know this you know you know maybe this week maybe you know by the time i end this podcast today they're already going to be talking so who knows this show is available on all your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. If you enjoyed this show, please subscribe and rate the show on iTunes. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts. Are you interested in advertising on this show? Please contact Believe at Believe.com. And don't forget to go over to my Facebook page, Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page. You know, you know ask me questions. You know, you know, maybe maybe you have some input on the on the retro jerseys. Or maybe you have maybe you don't like the the, the brusque deal. You know, or maybe, you know, you have an idea of, you know, who the Bruins can sign, you know, to you know, for a winger on Krejci's line. So, you know, let me know. Go to the Believe in Boston Bruins Facebook page, just drop me a line, throw me, you know, just ask me a question. You know, and I'll discuss it right there on the page or or I'll talk about it next week on on my podcast. So thanks for listening. Have a great week and go Bruins. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.